Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Hi everyone, Pastor Jeff Woodward here and welcome to this series that we call Grow, which is all about helping you as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, learn how to grow and develop in your life. I thank God that the way I was when I came to Christ is not the way that He intends me to finish. It's not how I end up. And regardless of whether it's Christian character or whether it's giftings or talents or relationships, there isn't one area of your life that God doesn't have a plan for you to grow. So I'm pretty excited that we've got a great guest with us uh, in this session today. And uh, I'll introduce her in just a moment to you. Many of you will know her, of course. But before we do that, you know that we always want to celebrate and bring our faith around your giving. I believe that one of the great things that every one of us gets to do as a follower of Jesus is to be a part of the answer for other people's lives. I remember years ago being with a person who's become a lifelong friend of mine in New Zealand, and he began to quote to me the scripture out of 2 Corinthians about God giving seed for sowing and bread for eating. I'd never ever heard that concept before, that God gives you some things that are meant just for you to enjoy and to use, but then there are other things that God puts into your life that you're meant to give away. And uh, so we always want to gather around your giving. Thank you to all the people who continue to faithfully tithe and bring their giving into so many areas. And uh, we deeply appreciate that. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this session. Thank you for what you will do, the, the little moments of revelation, the light that'll go on for some lives. Father, we thank you for it. But God, we thank you for all that you keep doing in our life, the way you surround us with blessing, the way you keep bringing favor, doors that open up for us. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for people who are in their business life right now are needing that idea that's going to take them into their future. The people, Lord, that right now need that contract, they need to have the conversation with the right person. The person who's looking for employment, Father, we thank you for your blessing and for your favor over each one of them. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. So, hey, great to be with you again. And wow, we are blessed again to have with us none other than the Reverend Vicki Simpson, <laughs> a local woman here from Perth. But what a blessing she's been here at Metro. And uh, we had the privilege of having Vicki with us last year. Uh, it's just been such a joy. Vicki, so welcome to Grow. Thank you. And thank you for, I guess, having this conversation whereby we get to chat about something that I think ought to matter for every single believer. You know, whether you call it the gift of prophecy or whether you simply call it hearing from God, yeah. you know, every single believer, I believe, needs to know, how do I hear God? Yes. And so can I just begin by asking you, if someone asked you to describe the gift of prophecy, well, yeah. how do, what do you say yeah. about it? Yeah. Well, the definition, according to Vicky, very simply, is saying what God is saying. Okay. Saying what God is saying, and within the context, First Corinthians chapter four talks about um, encouraging, building up. I call it build up, stir up, cheer up. Yep. So edification, exhortation, comfort. So that's it in a nutshell. Can yeah. we just jump in there yeah. and ask? This is going to be a, a conversation yes, with you right? and I, but but 
because you've probably met people like I have who've been a bit turned off of that because they met somebody who was telling them they should go to a certain place, not yeah. take that job, marry yeah. that person. And, and yeah. the, I think even though there's been some weird stuff from some yeah. people, we don't want to throw the baby out with yeah. the bathwater by any means. I, I, th- I think, firstly, there's a whole lot of illiteracy around this area. Good way okay? to put it. Yeah. That a lot of the issues that I hear about, um, and particularly from pastors, right. okay, who've had the strange person come <laughs> in prophesying over their people, et cetera, et cetera. I think a part of the problem is that people aren't equipped. Right. They're not trained. So I, I say this, a fruit loop can become fruitful through training. Wow. So that, 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 and that is for those who are actually using the gift, okay, training them so that they understand what the New Testament context is. Because I think a lot of people still draw from an Old Testament paradigm okay. when then it's apples and pears. Good point. Yeah, yeah it's, not, right. it's not a continuation. The gift of prophecy in the New Testament, even the office of the prophet, isn't a continuation of the old. It's like old ended, the new started. So let me just jump in there, yeah. though, too, again, because I think for some people there's almost this mindset that goes, well, I might need that if I was like you. Yeah. And I'm speaking at a church or I'm on a platform. Yeah. But I was I was actually having a conversation with someone only yesterday, I think, where I said, a lot of times for me, prophetic insight is not on a platform app. It's actually yeah, yeah. a conversation. Yeah. With somebody. Yes. In which case, it takes it out of the, do I ever get asked to get up and prophesy in church? Yeah. Or, what about the conversations maybe you're having? Or maybe you're yeah. at home with your kids and you're going, okay, well, you know, they, they're asking about what maybe their future looks like and yeah. stuff like that. You see, to me that all falls within just living by the Spirit. Okay. Right? right? We're all, John 10, 27, we're all his sheep and we all hear his voice. First Corinthians 14 talks about we can all prophesy, but it's all a part of just a Spirit-filled life. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing God, wherever you are, whoever you are, in whatever context, like you said, it, we often kind of, you know, make it quite, uh, what's the word? You know, really, complicated. Really, yeah, complicated, make it kind of religious, mm. you know, gift of prophecy. <laughs> but just as you said, you know, just as you were saying, I mean, it's it's relevant. Getting the mind of Christ in whatever situation, you know, for the benefit, obviously there's a benefit for yourself. You know, getting the wisdom of God, hearing from God, but but also for others, being you know, uh, being on a mission from God. Yeah, right. Every day, spiritual antenna up, and and having a word of what, encouragement. What about the people though who say, Vicky, yeah, look, I just never hear anything. I never hear God. Yeah. What, do you, what do you say to them? I, I would say then, number one, John ten twenty seven. My sheep hear my voice. Right? Not maybe. Mm. Not perhaps. Not possibly. Not. For ordained in the ministry, sheep, being a Bible college sheep, you know, perfect <laughs> performer sheep. Do you know what I mean? It's just sheep. So biblically, right, you do. So I think many people have to kind of flick the faith switch on. Yeah, well. Right? Put more faith in God's ability to speak than in their inability to hear. Can I tell you a funny story? When I first got baptised in the Holy Spirit, I was living in a home of these pastors. I was born in along with a few others. And I used to keep hearing these people who were always saying, you know, God told them this and God told them that. And I used to think, I must be thick. 
You know? <laughs> I can literally remember praying. Mm. I say, God, I must be deaf. Yeah. But you can talk loud enough so even the deaf can hear. Yes. So, Lord, would you please speak louder? Yes. And it started me on the journey That's of good. going. I like that. It started me on the journey, yeah. though, of going, it's actually not about me and my imperfections or my whatevers. Yeah. But I'm actually relying on God to speak. And, and exactly. God knows how to do it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It shifts yeah. it away from my capacities, my capabilities, my experiences yeah. of life and go, yeah. well, God, you can do whatever yeah. if you want. Yeah. Uh, and, and I would say this as well, that for the person who is struggling, a whole lot of things, directions I could go in. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. But one, one, one is this. We are all on a level playing field. There is not one of us who is more spiritual than anyone mm. else, more deserving. It's not like someone like me has somehow magically been wired <laughs> for sound in my mother's womb and, you know, so once we're born again, that's the thing, sheep here, right? So uh. you're born again, you've received Jesus. At that point, 1 Corinthians, I think it's 6.17 says that, um, our, our spirits become one with God. Yeah. So we're all, you know, on a level playing field, no... So some people think, oh, I'm not good enough, don't read my Bible enough. You, exactly. None of us do. <laughs> you know, none of us are it's enough. It's true, though. What's it's enough? It's true. So, exactly. Yeah, what's enough? None of us are. Yeah, right. And the other thing that I think that trips people up, and, you know, you just sort of alluded to it in, in your story, is people are waiting for a voice. Yeah, right. I think that, that actual term does us a disservice, the voice of God. And we think, oh, so because in English, a voice comes out of the mouth, right. right? Sentences heard by the ear. But the actual original Greek word is much broader. And so the voice of God, people, I find this, people are hearing the voice of God often. They're not recognising it. Yeah, well, I don't hear the voice of God. They are, but they yeah, don't realise yeah, that, yeah. that uh, you know, that, yeah. oh, I'm not feeling, well, why aren't I feeling yeah. at peace about that? Or they might have just suddenly a picture, you know, like they're, they're, they're just suddenly on the screen of their imagination, mm -hmm. there's an image that didn't originate from them. Mm -hmm. And so I just say to people, like, good rule of thumb, if a thought comes and it sounds smarter than you, good, Try. good be good. I think that's the part of it, though, where I often, I, I did something like this in Cambodia last year where I was talking to them and said, you know, test it out. If you're learning, yes. Yes. if you're learning, you don't go full bore and say the Lord hath said and spoken. Yeah, yeah. You just go, look, I think this. And so I, I was working with a couple hundred people and I said, so ask the person. So say, I feel like this. Yes. Um, is this accurate for you? Yeah. And most of the people there were, were shocked to discover that it actually was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But they had not thought about it until they tuned in. Yes. You know, the... I think it's in Hebrews 5.14. Yes, reason of use. Those who by reason of use yes. have exercised their senses. Yes. Yeah. Practice. Yeah, totally. It's not a, perf it's not a perfect science. Mm. And, you know, even, in, well, I've been 30 years full-time in prophetic ministry. Gracious. Ministering prophetically. She like, started when she was four. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, when I, I basically started to prophesy when I got baptised in the Holy Spirit. I was 19 right. years old. Yeah, I reckon I got the gift of prophecy in the same dose. Is that right? I think so because it wasn't long after that I started getting this sort of, wow. you know, urge to you know, speak wow. things out. And this is back in the day when, you know, we would have the uh, the lull in worship during church <laughs> and you'd, yay, verily, thus saith the Lord. Um, King James, of course. Yeah. But, um, 
You know, my, my, my point being, even now, I still do that, Jeff. I still will say things like, look, I feel, or I, look, I sense, I feel to say, look, I, I just reckon, unless I'm on the platform and I'm, people see me in my full kind of like boldness and anointing, mm-hmm. but just day to day, and it can't hurt because if it's God, mm-hmm. they're going to know it's God. Sure. You know? I think that's that raised another great question, though, about, have you ever been wrong? <laughs> Have I ever been wrong? Yeah. yeah I, yes. There aren't any infallible believers. The only infallible one is Jesus. The rest yeah. of us are going to make a few minutes. Like I love that passage in, is it Acts 16, where it says, Paul is saved to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered him not. And then he decides to go somewhere else and the Lord shuts the door and you go, but you're yeah. the apostle. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everyone yeah. with him must have been going, hello, how can you possibly not know? Yeah. And yet he didn't know. Yeah. And what do you do or how have you handled it when you've yeah. gone? Have you ever stepped out and just totally face planted? <laughs> I'm sure I have. I, I think people um, on the whole don't tell you. You yeah. know what I mean? So I probably have more than I've more than I realised. Um, but this, I tell you what's really helpful to know is that God's pleased by faith. Yeah. And well, even a face plant in faith. Do you know what I mean? Much rather yeah. you make a mistake well, in Peter faith and hold back in Peter fear. walking on totally. the water. That's the so it's not a right or wrong. That's actually not the objective. And if your heart is, if your motivation is love, okay. So love never fails. Can I just jump in for that yes. though? Because I think that's probably what to me is the determinist to whether people grow or not. Because yeah. I've watched people make mistakes and then harden their heart through pride. Yeah, going like, well, you know. And yeah. deny well, that. Well, it's not God. I'm not going to say anything. Well, then they don't ever grow. Yeah. Well, rather than going, as you've just pointed out, if your motivations are, God, I'm surrendered to you. I'm wanting you to use my life. Yeah. That's, and yeah, I want to bless beautiful. others. Yeah. Then it's okay to make a mistake in that framework. Yes. It's just not okay to make one if, if you think this is about making you look good or, yeah. you know, so people will celebrate and, you. Yeah. And if that is the motivation, I think the Lord will make sure you do <laughs> <laughs> fall on your face <laughs> more yeah, than once. Well, he's a good father, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Sure right. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm. That's exciting. So talk to us a little bit about growing because you mm. said when you were 19 you get baptised yes. in the Holy Spirit. And yeah. it's like this urge is there yeah. for you. Yeah. But did you back then ever think that Vicky all these years later is going to be travelling the world ministering and prophesying to people? Um, or look, did you? Look, early on I, I did have this sense. Every time I'd see an aeroplane fly overhead at Mum's place, North Perth, where I used to live, I would run outside. My mum still reminds me, and I would say, I'm going to be on them one day. And this is very early in my Christian walk, even when the theology of the church I was in didn't allow for women to do that. I was going to ask you about that one. Yeah, yeah. I I still, it was, it was, yeah, I just had this. um, How did you go with that, by the way, when... (laughs) Uh, and no, I ask it for I ask yeah, it for a re- for not just the purpose uh, of women versus men. Yes, but I yes, think, yes. You know, I always believe Psalm seventy five four. God says, you know, promotion comes neither from the east yes. nor from the west, but from the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And if God is going to promote you, no one will be able to stop him. Yeah. You don't have to argue and fight and debate in order to get yeah. to where God wants you yes. to go. I, I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did try. I bet you did. Um, but it didn't I was incredible. Well, no, it didn't work very well, and so it was incredibly frustrating. But so, it, and you know, it felt like forever, and it was only ten years. Like oh. I, I was. That's a long time to be faithful. Years. Some yeah. people won't wait the six yeah. months. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and I guess you know every leader has encountered this, where you see someone who's who does have a genuine call but is not prepared to let God develop them. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as an excuse to cover, you know, all mm. kind of weirdness, but I just think sometimes we chuck that baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. God is not always going to take you and put you on a stage because you've got a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look back at that season, it was the best preparation really? possible. Yeah, because especially for a prophet, for a prophetic ministry, you've got to, you've got to die to the need to speak. And you've got to die to the need to be heard. Oh, we should just stop there for that. <laughs> say, really? Yeah, really. So I've uh, never heard anyone ever say that. Well, that's say it again. my experience. You have to die to the need to speak and you have to die to the need to be heard. Why do, why do you think that? Because it's ego. You, you cannot have an ego attachment to wow. to that gift. So in order to, to be the most, you know, purest representation of the Lord <laughs> – and and his vo- his voice, uh, um, it can't be tied up with all your insecurity, and it's a journey. You know what I mean? Mm. It's it's. But that ten years um, was absolutely pivotal, key wow. to to all that stuff being dealt with, and it continues to be to be dealt mm. with. But that was a huge foundational lesson because wow. I noticed that with other prophetic people, you know, it's like that that need. Like I've that's from the Lord. Like, you need to listen to me. Well, no, they don't. Yeah, well. No, they don't. You, if you're the <laughs> delivery person, though, yeah. your responsibility is to deliver it. That's it's it. not to work it out in someone's exactly. life. Yeah. You know? But it's. I think that that goes for just about every area of ministry that yeah. I know of, though. Yeah. Yes. Is that there comes this point where you go, I am, you know, justifying yourself is an ugly thing. It is. And it's an <laughs> ugly expression. Mm. And when you meet it in somebody, there's always mm. this like, a, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's just not healthy, isn't yeah. it? You, know? yeah. you really want to be somebody who goes, God, I'm here to serve you. Bottom and line. I'm here to serve you. If I make you look great, yes, yeah. then the, I, my goal has been reached. Whether or not anybody else ever celebrates, and I know that can sound like cliches, but I actually think God cares about that stuff mm. and is intent on you know, I often say to people, God's more interested in growing you mm. than he is in growing the gift. Yes. Because he can make rocks talk. Yes, yes. So it's not yes. like he, he can make a and donkey talk, so let's hello. That's yeah. like a too strung out uh, on it. Yeah. And, and, you know, the actual, like you said, the actual um, activation of the gift. So the gift is from God. Mm-hmm. It's a grace, right? It's spiritual stuff. It's not got anything mm-hmm. to do with me. My part is just using it, mm-hmm. activating it. And that's just jumping in and having a go. Mm-hmm. So that's the mechanics of actually so w- prophesying. What about, though, because I realise there's this part of all of our lives that is the anointing of the Holy Spirit, mm. that if you ever begin to grow and develop in that, you are more aware than anybody is mm. how little of you there is in that. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you know? And so we've, we've all seen people oh. over the years who have tended to kind of think that the ministry was them, you know, and then one day discover that it really wasn't them at all, you know. Mm, but yeah. the other side of that, though, mm. 
is that every one of us needs to grow in wisdom. Yes. Yeah. And I'll, can you yeah. talk about that for That's a good. minute about some of the stuff where you as a person go, you can grow in the gift and the accuracy yes. and the confidence, you know, yes. to, as you do. Yeah. Pick someone out of the crowd that you've never seen in your life before yeah. and speak about their life, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. That's a gifting thing. Yeah. But then the wisdom to know mm. how to say it to somebody, yeah. that's a big deal. Like that's, I mean, there is a craft to it. Yeah. Right. And I um, it's, I think Hebrews 5.14 is relevant again, you know, it's through reason of use. Yeah. So it's really through practice, mm. through recognising Oh, gee, that probably wasn't good. And having other voices in your life is really mm. important. So, you know, you, you, you're aware my father prophet, as mm. I refer to him, Chris Gabbert, he was, man, he he would give me feedback. <laughs> yeah, right, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would, which, and I think some people don't grow and yeah. don't grow in wisdom. But isn't that part of the deal, though, that if, I always think if you are unteachable, oh, then yeah. you won't get taught. Yeah, yes, good point. Y- you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, it's to me. It's not rocket science. I, I always think we 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 make some things sound soppy and weak, like humility. You know, yeah. like yeah, well, yeah. obviously that's somebody who just lacks confidence. Yeah. I go, no. According to God, it's a really big deal. Yes, and it's not a matter of putting yourself down. It's a matter of having a correct perspective of who God is and what He's asked you to do, and yeah. then going out of that. Yes, and so yep. do I think I'm always right? No, yeah. at all. But am I willing to step out? Of course. I yeah. love Peter for stepping out of the boat because yeah. there was 11 other disciples going, you've got to be kidding, but he gets out of the boat. Yeah. And even though he stumbles and begins to sink, you know. He still experienced something exactly. nobody else did. Like We're still talking about him. Totally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I reckon well done, yeah. Yeah. So you, you've just mentioned about Chris and mm. giving feedback. But what does somebody do, say, for instance, who's because you attended the School of the Prophets yes. in Brisbane, yeah, yeah. which was, that was a year, was it? Uh, oh, look, it, the actual training component was about five and a half months, but then I was um, on staff with him for about, okay. yeah, another another year, 18 months, like in an apprenticeship sort of. So, but even so, the reason I asked that is because there was a, a pretty big uh, commitment of you to pay yes. a price. Yes. To go, yes. Oh, I'm going to go after this. Yes. Because again, I think. I'm like a crazy woman. Yeah, but <laughs> again, I, obsessed. Think, I think sometimes <laughs> we sit back and we, you know, I, I wrote this down yesterday morning, you know, that fatalism is not faith. Yes. The whole yeah. idea, well, if God oh, wants it, so. he'll yeah. make it happen. I go, yeah. well, no. Peter had to say, Lord, if that's you, you tell me to come. Mm-hmm. And he leapt out of the boat. It wasn't mm. fatalism. It wasn't, well, Lord, if it's you, I should right. yeah, you know, make, make the boat mm. disappear. Um, and so your willingness to let somebody speak and give feedback to you, mm. I think is pretty crucial to any of the gifts. Yes. You know, I grew up under a pastor who who had this great Aussie thing of not pretending, Yeah. which I loved. Yes. You know, the fact that if we prayed for someone and they didn't get healed, we never tried to pretend they were. We would mm. just go, right now mm. it appears. Now, that doesn't mean mm. they won't get healed. It just mm. means right now we're not going to try and make it look better than it really yeah. is. And I think that's a forgotten part of growing as a believer. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a bit like the adventure of prayer. Because I was going to ask you about mm. this. Yes. Do you ever find yourself going to a, a service or something, you are prophesying like you are you are smashing it. <laughs> it is like the best you've ever been. You know what I mean? Yes. But at the same time, you come away going, 
but God, what about me? And I want to know oh. about this. And you go, and he doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. So you oh, got man. the word of the Lord for it's others yeah. and no word for yourself. Yeah. How's that yeah. going? Yeah. Oh, man. That's true. That's, that is a reality. And um, I think people have to remember that, you know, we're all earthen vessels, right? Mm. I'm an earthen vessel and God puts a treasure in an earthen vessel. But I have no advantage over anybody else as I live out my life. So mm. I have a gift, which is for the church. Mm. It's not actually for me. It's for the church. Mm. And I activate that gift simply I mean, simply, you know, but I by faith, yeah, right. But I, that doesn't go with me into my everyday life, my but walk with Jesus. That's, that's such a good point that you raise, though, because prophecy, as I understand the New Testament, is not meant to take the place of walking by faith. Oh no, 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 absolutely not. So there's going to be some areas of your life that God will give you insight on, and there's going to be others where He's going to say, "Just trust me." Oh yeah, walk very much faith. so. Yeah? yeah, very much so. I think people are surprised when they find that out when yeah. I say to them, I'm relating to the shepherd as a sheep. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, honestly, it's when I, and it, to me it can be sometimes really for me, I almost feel, a, you know, it's like these two personalities, <laughs> like I don't know, I've got a personality disorder. Yeah. So like you said, you go, you know, there on on the platform on a Sunday you're in a situation and you're on fire and it's, <laughs> and you do. God you know, is moving, you, yeah. You know, yeah. people get healed, you're sick, you're <laughs> whatever, you know, it's, um. But that's just that's just a common reality, and and when you learn that, I think that's when when you understand that that okay, that's that that's how it works. That gift is for others. I think I think the exciting thing though too for me, Vicky. I must is, say I don't struggle, and that doesn't you know. No, I get I, it. I get, <laughs> I get I, a bit. I, I get what it, are you I, doing? I, hello, we've okay, all bye. we've all. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Italian, but I would do that too. <laughs> But I think that the exciting thing for me is that you never arrive. Mm, so you're yeah. always growing. You yes. know what I mean? And I don't view that as being a, a like, oh, I'm not there yet. I'll, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're either going to look at what you don't get right. Yeah. I think anyone who yeah. speaks to people on behalf of the Lord in any way, you're always mm. going to walk away going, what, what did I say that for? That was dumb. Oh, yeah. I should have yeah, done yeah. that better. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is that God puts you on a path that's really unlimited growth. There's no destination point where mm. Vicky gets to say, you know what, I now know it all. I go, you're always still learning, aren't you? Yeah. And developing and Yeah, yeah. God help me if I, I know it if I know it all. It's uh yeah, it's yeah, I just love I just remind myself, you know, um I love where the Apostle Paul talks in, I think Second Corinthians three about the sufficiency, yeah. you know, he says, yeah. not that we're sufficient of ourselves yeah. to think of anything as being from ourselves. Yeah. And and so I think it's important to have a revelation, firstly, of your insufficiency. So mm. it's important. That's actually not a negative. That's essential. Yeah. Of course. Right. So for, for me, that that insufficiency, that earthen vessel, that's a given. But it's the the sufficiency. So but we have a sufficiency that's from God and we are sufficient ministers. So is, I think what's really important is that this whole thing of performance, people try to understand something like the prophetic, what they're doing for God in terms of performance, getting it right or wrong. You know, it's excellence of performance as opposed to excellence of spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's a di- there is a difference. Yeah, wow. And so an excellent spirit, I can have an excellent spirit recognising that, okay, in myself, I'm insufficient, but I have access to the sufficiency 
by faith, I position myself. I am a sufficient minister, but the reality is that my insufficiency will... There are ways that you can just, you can step out, though, too, aren't there? If I come back to what you began with, you know, my sheep hear my voice. Yes. Yeah. But we all know, we've, we've seen little children around about us, that ah. their communication skills, yes. their ability, I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter, and there are some things that I could say that she can't hear. Yes. I could talk to her about the the um, impact of F equals MA, force equals mass times acceleration, and the damage that could be done by a large object if she walked out in the street in front of a car. Mm. You know, I mm. could explain that to her in scientific mm. terms, and she'd just look at me and go, Mm. What are you about, Granddad? Yeah. So I think that we can trust God that He is a good Father mm. and He's a generous God. Yeah. He's going to lead us from where we are. Yes. He's not going to go. Well, look. Obviously, you're stupid, and you know until you get yeah, to here. It's not like, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. The it's sheep just, hear the voice thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you what you said about your little granddaughter? Because the Lord said to me, I felt I felt Him say um, a few months ago, Vicky, there's a time to grow up. And there's a time to grow down. And the image he gave me of the growing down was of the little child. Of mm. the, and, and I had this sense that, that we have lost that wow. in the church and that the Lord wants us to kind of get in touch again with that childlikeness. We've been Very quite good. sophisticated. Oh, yeah. I think we've been a bit too impressed with a ourselves. A bit too flash. A bit too flash. <laughs> and, um, and, and, yeah, that, and so that does allow for... You know, I just am so passionate. I want everyone to go on the journey. I genuinely do as a pastor. I want everyone to go on the journey of going, I want to hear God. I want them to be hungry for it. Yeah, yeah. I want them to go, how do I press in? You know, Jeff, there's no following without it. So Mm -hmm. my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow. So the hearing isn't an end in itself. Mm Mm-hmm. It's tied to the following. That, that's one of the things I think, though, that's become a a, a, a a distraction is the whole idea that somehow or other it's about what happens on a platform. Oh. Okay. No, this is about your life. Yeah. yeah. There is no discipleship mm. without hearing the voice. Mm. And, you know, uh, it, it, to think that you can have discipleship in the church mm. without that. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes, sometimes we think that if we give people enough data, enough information, enough Bible verses, that somehow or other that will grow them. I go, no, only the application of those things yeah. spoken by the Holy Spirit yes. is going to make the difference to someone's yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Going to church of itself is great, but it won't do it. Yeah. Mm. And, um, yeah, so that's that. I think it's important that, that all of this is ultimately about, about your relationship with Jesus yeah. and following him. Yeah, right. Right? So, um, and I feel, you know, imagine imagine a life, Christian life without yeah. that, you know, interaction, you know, that well, imagine reality a, of God. Imagine any family relationship where no one ever talked to each other. You go, we would say uh, that's dysfunctional. Yes, 100%. Yeah. You know, or a marriage, we go, that's dysfunctional. Yeah. But when it comes to God, we think God wants us to be people that are like robots who just get ordered around, I go, that was never his plan. It was never his plan. Mm. Was Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I just thought of, of something else, um, maybe a little related, maybe not, but uh, talking about, again, your granddaughter and, you know, what you 
you know, kind of um, mm. tempering or, you know, what you would say to her. I had um, very early in my ministry, I had a picture of uh, myself as a little kid at a table and there was a whole lot of knives and um, and the Lord uh, had given me a butter knife and I wanted the sharp knife. Like I kept going <laughs> to grab for the, the sharp knife. Actually, I've seen this played out in my friends' kids' lives. Oh, really? You know, I want the knife, I want the knife. You can't have the knife. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, there are just some things that that, that God has reserved. Yeah, right? until you mature. Yeah. yeah, until you mature. And it's not that, that it's not there. It's not that you're doing something wrong. It's not that uh, so for no other reason except you're not ready. Yeah, right. God's given you a butter knife mm-hmm. because you might do a bit of damage if he gives you the carving knife. But there's so many opportunities, though, too, aren't there? It's like, uh, you, you know, I can just think of so many environments. You're at work and you're not going around with a, a cross and two angels on your lapels or whatever. Yeah. You're just the person at work. But then you see someone at work who's yeah. distressed and you go and say, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can steer the conversation if you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you know, without being spooky mm. about it, you know. Yeah. I think spooky people aren't attractive yeah. to anyone and they're yeah. certainly not attractive to lost people who want – something that's authentic. I think over the years, I think I've only ever had once in my entire life where I've said to someone, would you let me pray with you or for mm. you, that they've said, no, I don't want it. Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most people are going, I'd love that. Thank yeah. you, you know. Do you, do you find, though, Jeff, that, that they don't realise they're going to get it there and then? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to go home and pray for them? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I went and visited one of my neighbours once and uh, they were in hospital and I said, you know, reached out to pray and I don't think anyone ever done that ever in their life or their experience. But, you know, people, again, I think generally are open to something that's genuine. And if your motives are right, then, you you know, you've got to have wisdom with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, though, to people to, even though they feel maybe a bit weird and spooky doing it, it doesn't mean that they're naturally... Some people, I think, hold back because they yeah, think, oh, I don't sure. want to be weird. Totally. You know, I don't want to be the, don't want to be the, the fruit loop. Someone said to me the other day, oh, what do you do with the crazies? Because there's this kind of, you know, it seems to be this, uh, like it's synonymous. You're prophetic. Mm. There's crazies. <laughs> I felt the Lord actually say to me, you know, the word crazy has to be redefined because, you know, a man having an affair, cheating on his wife and family, that's crazy. Someone stepping out and having a go yeah. in the prophetic, he, the, I don't think the Lord thinks of that so much as crazy. I'm sure he doesn't. You know. Any more though than like my youngest granddaughter last week rolled over for the first time. Uh, well, if you'd watch the parents. Who, who's, who's is this? This is uh, Matt and Candace's. Oh, of course. Little honey. Honey. Well, she rolls over and everybody, and I'm, I'm uh, watching this as the grandparent going, isn't that funny how uh, we celebrate that tiny step, that tiny advance. Yeah. And I do think that God the Father must look at us when yeah. we step yes. out in the tiniest 100%. of ways. You know, I think we think he wants us to be super bold, super men or women, and I think he's just going, would you just trust me yeah. enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you step out even a little bit? Yes. And I reckon he celebrates, we just rolled over for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at this, look at this. Look, yeah. we took a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. I, think, I, I do think, I think God is much more in love with us and likes us a lot more than most of us ever realise. I think yeah. he's proud of his kids. I don't yeah. think God's embarrassed by the church, which yes. is, I think, unfortunate that a lot of people think. I think, 
I look at so many mm. amazing things that the church mm. does, not just ours, but every church I know, you know, and and I just I just go, I reckon God must be going, that is amazing, well done. I'm pretty yeah. Happy. Yeah. Yeah, they had a go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, well done. So in a minute, I'm mm. just going to get you to pray for people. Maybe yes. if you have a prophetic word for someone that's out there, yeah, whoever, sure. we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll make space for that. But let me just finish by asking you, okay, not everyone that's a part of this service is going to be someone who's just starting, but many of them will be. Yeah. Many of them or else they go, well, I stepped out and it didn't work out so yeah. well and I've pulled yeah. back. Give them just a couple of things sure. that they can get started yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is this was my first ever prophecy, right? So you s- just start with what you can do. Don't focus on what you can't do. Yeah, right. My first ever prophecy was, I love you, says the Lord. <laughs> that, I, I love that. that is, and I was so overwhelmed and I burst out <laughs> crying and I was shaking and and uh, and then I think my second ever prophecy was, you've got the victory. You know, so it just starts more, you know, that's people kind of. Well, but, you know, some I've seen things like that that were profoundly yes, impacting. Yes, You know, I remember speaking at a, a kid's camp once mm. and there was a uh, a girl there that got sent home every camp because she was just a troublemaker. Mm. And I remember standing up and speaking about this girl. I, I got her to stand up and I said, you know, you're like behind a wall and you think no one sees but God sees and he sees that your heart is not like the way everybody else thinks. Mm. And I remember at the time all the leaders must have been going, oh, he's really missed yeah. it. Yeah. That profoundly changed that young woman's life. Mm. From that point on, and I never forgot it because it wasn't, you know, something complicated or intricate. Mm. It was something incredibly simple. Yeah, yeah. And beyond any of my expectations, it yeah. had an impact. Because it's not just what we say, it's what God does with what we say. Yeah, totally. You know, so... so Prophecy can unlock. Oh, Even something small can yeah. unlock something from God. Yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. So practical tips, you know, start start where you are. And you're I faithful love you, with says a little. the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> you're faithful with a little, God will give you more. Yeah, right. Right? And so... Um, other other good thing to, to do is ask. You have not because you asked not, yeah, says in James. Great. So ask the Lord, God, give me something for so-and-so. Or today, I'm, I'm going to be expecting. I'm available and just ask. I mean, I do that. If I'm in a conversation with someone, I'm, I'm like at the same time going, God, give me give me something. Like, yeah, so, well. right? That's another very <laughs> practical thing. And the, but, but ultimately, you're just going to have to do it. Yeah, well. You're going to have to do it afraid. You're going to have to do it, nerves. And we learn. We just learn as you go along. Wow. Oh, maybe, okay, maybe that wasn't God. But, oh, I think that was. Wow. And and I find that people will discover that as they simply start, that it's the hardest thing is getting started and that then, oh, I've got, a, I've got a thought there. Oh, I've got a picture. And, um, you know, it's about others, right? Mm. I say to people, don't let your fear rip somebody else off. Of, yeah, a, great, of a blessing. Great point. Yeah, so, yeah, I think. I think Vicky, good. I'm going to get you to pray in just yeah. a minute, but uh, you started off by saying, my sheep hear mm, my voice. Yeah. And how important is it that somebody begins the journey with Christ to start with? Yeah. I, I think most of us, we look back to where we, I, I know for me, when I first said yes to Jesus, 
and I had no idea. I knew what I was doing. I knew that I was asking Jesus to be my saviour, to forgive my sins. I had no idea the the breadth and the depth of what lay on the other side of my yes. Yeah. And I thank mm. God for that. But, you know, I still am absolutely convinced that there's not a human being born or yet to be born, alive or dead, that Jesus doesn't love, doesn't mm. care about, doesn't want to embrace, doesn't want to be a part of their world and life. Mm. But I also understand that Jesus is never going to come and barge his way in. I've had people say to me over the years, well, if God wants me, he can, you know, grab mm. me. And I go, well, mm. he won't do that. Mm. He's not going to come yeah. and barge his way in. He's waiting for your invitation. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, every one of these sessions, no matter what they are, I never presume that everybody that's on the other side of this, that you mm. already know what it is to be a Christian. I meet people all the time who've begun a journey with Christ. They've become a Christian. You're not born a Christian because you had Christian parents, Christian home, Christian family, went to a church school. You're a Christian because at some point or other, you've said to Jesus, I want you to lead my life. I want you to be my saviour. I want you to be my Lord. And if you've never done that, then coming up for you on the screen right now is the number in Australia. You can simply text YES to that number, 0488 826 392. If you're outside of Australia or you'd like to get our help via email, that's where you'd go to this yes.metrochurch.org.au. Of course, if you're with us on the metrochurch.online platform, there's already a yes button and you can click on that. Either way, the same thing will happen is that our team here, the next day after they receive your yes, and we get these almost mm. every single week. Wow. I know we did last week. Uh, you know, someone will click in on that yes, send that in. And we send you then a Bible verse and a prayer. It's different every day. You get it for 30 days, but you can opt out whenever you like because there's no charge, there's no cost, there's no thing we're trying to get you to do. The only thing we've ever done outside of it is to let people know when a water baptism was coming mm -hmm. up so that they could be water baptized if they were in this area. But um, I believe it's just one of the great ways that you can start a journey with Christ. As Vicky said, begin hearing the voice of God. That's why we give you a different Bible verse every day. Mm. That's why we give you a prayer that you can pray to make yours and uh, it'll just open up a whole new way of living for you with Jesus. So let me pray for you right mm. now. Thank you. Father, thank you for each person. God, I don't know their life, their world. I don't know their sadnesses and their joys, their dreams or their disappointments. But God, I know that you do. And I know that for every single one of them, heaven is looking and desiring with a great desire mm. to really bring the reality of Jesus into every single life. Mm. Lord, I pray that these ones that are hearing it now, that right now are feeling that thing of, yeah, this is for me. I need to say yes to Jesus. Would you help them, Lord, right now? Holy Spirit, mm. just keep whispering it to them. Keep bringing it yes. back to their mind as they decide to give you their yes. I thank you for them. Mm. Pray, God, that they'll go on to the great life with Christ that you have mm. planned for each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, mm. amen. 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 So make sure you send us in your yes. We'd love to be a part of celebrating. And by the way, we've got a prayer team that will get your yes. They won't know your name. Uh, but they will be praying for you. God knows who you are. If you've got questions as well, by the way, we've got the team there. Well, you can actually text in or email in your questions. They'll do their best to answer them for you. But before we finish, Vicky, yes. thank you so much for this. Now, you are, I'm so looking forward to Easter. 
I oh, felt yes. like this from God, you know, that we're we're having an Easter convention, mm. which I don't know if anyone has them anymore. But yeah, we're, I mean, like, I've got good memories of Easter conventions. Well, it's Good Friday <laughs> night, seven o'clock, and then Easter Saturday night, seven o'clock, yeah. then Sunday morning mm. at nine thirty, and yeah. then five p.m. And uh, you and um, my good friend Pastor David Schaefer are going to be the two ministries, and we are taking time which yeah. I think is the Beautiful. best thing we can do. Yeah. So there'll be a service. Then there's going to be lots of opportunity for mm. ministry. And I don't know if God is already speaking to you about mm. that time, but mm. I feel like it's going to be a massive recharge for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that have just been, as I would put it, you know, wading through the deep weeds of life yeah. are going to find themselves re-energized, refreshed, I think it's yeah. going to be a pretty phenomenal yeah. time. So. Yeah, it's interesting you use the word recharge. I actually think in some cases people are going to get a whole new battery. Wow. You know, you can you know, you know can yeah, recharge yeah. the phone or you yeah. can actually get the battery replaced. Yeah, Sometimes wow. with your vehicle, time yeah. comes. doesn't matter how much you charge that thing. It doesn't hold the charge. Yeah, wow. Well. I just, yeah, I, f- I feel like some significant, um, the inner dynamics, the spiritual mm. dynamics of people are going to be impacted greatly. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, I know that every service, we will have a point where we'll make it easy for people to be able to leave. They have to leave. Yeah. But then we're going to say, but we're going to keep going. We're going to minister as long as it takes. Yeah. And allow the Holy Spirit to move. And I think it's going to be a great time. So thank you for that. But listen, before we finish, we've got to go. Yes. But I'd love it if you would just pray for everyone that's a part of this service. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person listening right now. Father, everyone watching, no matter where they are, who they are, where they are in their journey with you. And I thank you, Lord, for the tangible touch of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Holy Spirit, touch each one right where they are. Mm. And Father, I thank you for these things that we've been speaking about, Lord. You know, hearing your voice, the gift of prophecy. I pray, Father, that that. The desire, Lord, the desire, there's a lot spoken about in 1 Corinthians 12 about, about desiring, desiring mm. the gifts, Father, 1 Corinthians mm. 14. And, and I pray that the people listening, Lord, would recognise mm. that, that the, their desire is a good thing, mm-hmm. to desire spiritual stuff, the spiritual gifts, gift of prophecy, heal is good. And, Lord, that they will no longer be double-minded right now. Father, to those who are battling with double-mindedness, is that you, God? Is that me? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Am I wrong? Father, double-mindedness, according to James chapter 1, God, it's it's not profitable. Lord, it makes us unstable. We don't Mm -hmm. receive anything. And, and Lord, I just pray that that people today, right now, are going to make quality decisions. I'm just going to believe it's you and have a go. And if it's not you, you're going to show me. But to keep wavering, Lord God, that it's not fruitful. It's mm. not doing them any favours. So, Father, right now, come against all double-mindedness. Yeah. And I thank you, Lord, for confidence, spiritual confidence, and, Lord, a moving forward and advancing for each one yeah. into your purposes. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Vicky. Oh, I'm you. so looking forward to... Uh, Easter 7th to the 9th of April. Yes. It's going to be special. Thank you for being yeah. a part of that. Hey, thank you so much for being a part of Grow. Appreciate you, Vicky. And you. Uh, of course, you're always welcome here at Metro at any space, anytime. 
We'd love to see you. God bless you.